0: everyone and welcome back to our last episode of this season.
1: Yay, we have an extra special guest today who's going to answer a few questions surrounding the topic of mental health.
2: Hi everyone, my name is Jasmine. I am the podcast manager for the FFTF podcast. I'm also the co-director of the projects team.
0: Yay, thank you. Let's get into it. So I'm curious, what was your first impression when Riley invited you to come
2: and join us on this episode? Well, my first impression was that it's a good idea. I'd love to come back on this, on the podcast and join the last episode, especially since this is like our last episode for season one. And I actually missed working on episodes because I also have another podcast with this other organization. And so I was really excited when he asked. That's
1: awesome so uh how long have you been passionate about the importance of mental health and what drove you to speak about it
2: okay i'm going to be honest so wow well, i've been passionate about the importance of mental health since the beginning of 2020. i feel that isn't really that long but i'm glad it i started instead of later on in life um What drove me to speak up about it and raise more awareness about it was when COVID happened because COVID really affected everyone mentally, physically, and socially, but most of all mentally because Mm -hmm. we were all indoors and we were on lockdown. And I know even like when the lockdown was over, a lot of my friends still went out, whereas me with strict parents, I couldn't (laughs) go out (laughs) at all. I felt that, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like it affected me a lot mentally Mm. Not as much as like my friends because they were having fun and going out, and I would just see it on social media, and it would just make me all sad. And so that's really what drove me to speak up about it more.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was wondering if you could share like a few of your own stories about figuring out your like own mental health and coping methods, as well as any other coping methods you have to recommend to our
2: audience. Yes, I would love to share about <laughs> that and um, recommend coping methods. So first. One story. um, Let me see. Definitely depression. Like when, like COVID happened, the whole lockdown. I was really depressed. Mm. I couldn't see anyone. I couldn't see any of my family members. It's not that I had COVID, but it was just I have a strict dad, and we were trying to be as safe and cautious as we can because we did not want to catch COVID. Mm. And so, let me see. Another thing was because this is gonna be really personal but it is, it is it is about mental health and so my older brother actually died by suicide
1: i am so yeah. sorry for your
2: loss it's yeah. okay it's okay and so like that's another thing that happened actually happened this year but i'm talking about 2020 like i, I was depressed i couldn't see anyone lockdown was just overwhelming and like daunting and then when that was over in 2021 then it's like more stuff piling on top of more drained and um just more depressive things. And so a coping method was spirituality. Mm, yeah. And so in the fall of 2020 I was on TikTok and I found TikTok videos about spirituality and like it caught my attention. And so I started to research more about spirituality, like through books, not mainly the internet, but mostly through books. So I ordered I bought like so many books about spirituality. And I educated myself on Buddhism, Hinduism, African spirituality, and Latinx spirituality. Mm -hmm. And so that really helped me. So like meditating, journaling, writing down everything, stretching, doing yoga, going vegan, like all of that really helped me. And those are my coping methods.
1: I'm so sorry. That must have been absolutely awful. I can't even imagine.
2: (laughs) Ooh, I've been through it so much. It was, oh my God.
0: Thank you so much for sharing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's so nice to like talk to someone and especially with you, like sharing your experiences. I'm sure like everyone is really, um, you know, feeling it and really experiencing the same thing. Um, now, if yeah. you don't mind, um, you know, what, what did you really learn from your interaction with this, like mental health, like um, episodes, like what did you learn from these experiences?
2: So what I learned is that I'm not alone.
0: Yeah. There
2: is so many other people going through the same thing, if not worse. And I feel like most people, they tend to think that they are alone. And they like just bottle up their feelings or they think that they're by themselves and that no one else is going to be there for them when really there are people out there that care about you and want what's best for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just one person. Yeah. And then another thing, else that I learned from this is that you got to always think positive. And I feel like at the end of the day, all you have is just yourself. So like, you have to be there for yourself. You really have to, like, say, think positive, say positive things to yourself. Because what you think of yourself, that's, that's like, a reflection of others. So, like, if I'm always thinking negative, I'm going to reflect that out into the real world. Where, like, you should be speaking positive things to yourself.
0: Mm. And then another thing with mental
2: health is that I guess these organizations out there, I didn't really like get into that or I didn't really contact any organizations. Like I was just on my own trying to help myself out. So I think these mental health organizations should, I'm not going to say do more because they are doing enough, but just not a lot of people with depression or other mental health issues reach out to them. I think that's like one thing that we need to work on.
1: Of course, yeah, that's so true.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, What are your opinions surrounding the stigma of mental health?
2: My opinion is that it's not as prioritized as physical health. I feel like physical health is always the main priority out in the media especially when it comes to athletes. Like, I'm so glad Naomi Osaka spoke up about it.
1: Yes, Yes. yeah. And
2: similar. I'm glad to see more people speak up about mental health as an athlete, even though it's not only athletes, but, like, everyone just prioritizes physical health over mental health.
1: Right, yeah. When really, yeah.
2: you know, go ahead. What were you going to say?
1: Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to add, like, if it's, like, seen on the outside, then it matters. But if it's not, then it doesn't.
2: Exactly. When, honestly, mental health is, like, way more important even though they're both important but right now we need to shed light on the mental health and yes. then another thing another opinion on mental health is that hmm, definitely the system or like the school systems at least they put so much on the students and I feel like they don't really care about their mental health when they should yeah. and they should be more understanding of the students and things just aren't how they used to be and i feel like technology Mm -hmm. has something to do with that as well because Mm -hmm. everyone like generation z like we're all on our phones and it's very addicting and that affects our mental health yeah and it's a distraction so technology is another thing
1: yeah that's so true Mm mm-hmm Um, so have you personally had like any experiences like firsthand with the taboo around mental health and if so like how did you acknowledge and deal with it and what advice do you have to those who are like currently suffering in silence because of that stigma
2: so what did I do so I feel like since no one was gonna help me I just went out and tried to help out myself because at the end of the day you really have yourself because, I mean, you came into this world by yourself, unless you have a twin, and you're going <laughs> to yeah. leave this, yeah, right, and you're going to, so you came into this world by yourself, and you're going to leave this world by yourself, so you really have yourself, the, you're going to be with yourself the whole entire life, you're going to be in the same body, same soul, same spirit, throughout all these years in life, so it's all about, I feel like the first main thing is to first love yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so the way that I dealt with it was by journaling, by meditating by saying affirmations, by not comparing myself to others, by not overthinking. Although I'm not perfect, I haven't really been consistent lately because of how busy I am. Yeah. But at least, like, five minutes is fine. Five minutes of meditating, five minutes of just talking to yourself is good, too. Like, if you don't want to write stuff down, talking to yourself. I don't know why the media makes it seem like if you talk to yourself, you're crazy when you're not. Like, it's actually a really good coping
1: method, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: I talk to myself like all the time even if it's in my head and so that's one of the things that that's one of the reasons why I dealt with it and music as well the type of music you listen to also affects you yeah like if like if you're constantly listening to like rap music or just music that'll like influence you to do other I'm not gonna say bad things but just other things I thought that's another thing to like listen to upbeat music positive music music that have affirmations in it, like Ariana Grande's songs, you know, stuff like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course.
2: And then advice that I have for those currently suffering in silence. Hmm. I mean, I feel like everyone says this, such as, like, reaching out to, like, those mental health organizations. But I do want to say something different other than that, because I don't want to keep saying the same thing. So for those suffering in silence, sorry, let me think. hmm. I would say go speak to a friend about it, a close friend, a close family member, if you don't want to talk to your parents, because I get that. But just talking to someone about it would help. Don't, like, hold it in. Don't bottle up all your feelings. Don't keep it to yourself. I mean, you can write it down, but it's always good to talk to someone else about it. And hopefully this person is understanding that if I say choose someone who's really close to you. So, yeah, that's what I would say.
0: And for our last question of this episode, I wanted to ask about your ideas on improving the mental health system in schools,
2: workplaces, et cetera. Okay, so one idea I have so far on how to improve mental health system is it starts at a young age. So I feel like, I don't know, maybe in school we should start having like a, let me see, like maybe like a class where you can just Talk about your feelings or meditate or journal or do yoga. Something yeah. like that in school. Yeah. But it should start at a young age, like in elementary. Start That's having kids really talk about Right, like start yeah. having their kids talk about their feelings. How to have like, an open communication, not bottle everything. Give all the students a journal that they can write in or they can write their agenda. Yeah. I just feel like we need to start something like at a young age. Mm, yeah. And yeah. giving them to them like later on in
0: life yes exactly yeah yeah um,
2: i realized yeah. that like
1: um like kindergarten students they always get like nap times and stuff like that like throughout the day to like break up you know working yes. and playing and everything but like even as you grow older and you get like more stress from school and like family and your entire surroundings you don't get nap time it's like all right and mm-hmm. they don't like take into consideration that it might be too much even if you're slightly older
2: yes so nap time is just as important so when i do it in elementary or at least in, only in kindergarten Honestly, they should do it throughout all the years in school.
1: Yeah. It
2: yeah. really helps.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. And let's all from us. Yeah, so thank you
1: so much for joining us today, Jasmine. We really appreciate you taking out the time to come on here for a final episode of season one, which is so cool. And it really couldn't have ended off on a better note.
2: No, thank you to you guys. I'm so glad I got to join this last episode of season one. And I know I spelled a lot of personal things about me right now because I have not really told everyone or like like all my other friends don't know about what I've been going through. Mm -hmm. But I think today was like the good or perfect time to just reveal all of that. Yeah,
0: we really appreciate that. Thank you. And a big thank you to our audience for tuning in this season. We hope to see all of you back for our season two.
1: Yes, and we appreciate every single one of you for listening and making this such an amazing endeavor.
0: Yes, and I just wanted to give a big shout out to our amazing podcast team. Riley, our organization director. Jasmine, who is here with us today, our podcast team director. And Kenji, our our podcast team editor. And awesome. And we wouldn't have about them
1: yeah and when our audience listens like listens to an episode you really just hear like me and Izzy talking about random things but all the efforts that go behind the entire production and creation of a podcast is all thanks to our directors and editors so a huge thank you to them for a final season uh first season's finale sorry (laughs) yes
2: thank you guys so much love from the podcast team we're so glad our vision came true and definitely look forward to season two i'm so excited to see what you guys are going to be doing for season two
0: Me too. All right. That's all from us. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.